first finalists are set for the World Cup. Uh, it is France defeating Belgium in one of the duller matches of the tournament so far. Uh, we will find out tomorrow who will join them. Will it be Croatia? Will it be England? Welcome to the show, Fifth Street Soccer. I'm Nick Gieber, along with Nick Webster, if we can sort out some audio issues with Nick. Uh, we've got a lot to get to today. Uh, we're going to talk about a number of things. We're going to talk about, I'm going to ask this question. Is this a young man's game? Is tournament football a young man's game? And if the answer is yes, why is it taking so long for some of the big federations to figure that out? Plus, we're going to give you our picks for tomorrow's Croatia-England match. Plus, we're going to gloat over our picks for today's uh, France-Belgium match, or rather, I will. Uh, Nick will be crying into his beer in preparation for tomorrow. He's already drinking right now, so no problem. Uh, Nick, a, uh, a bit of a snoozer today. Well, yes, you could say a bit of a snoozer, judging by the standards of drama that we've experienced during this World Cup. But I, was st I would still say there was a great deal of tension within the game. Um, I think we saw two very well-matched teams almost cancel each other out. Uh, the first half was certainly nip and tuck with Belgium having the upper hand and then France coming back. Chance is at an absolute premium. And wouldn't you know it, another set piece decides yet another game. So things definitely boding well for England. Um, I, you know, I think it's harsh to say it's a snoozer, but it, it did lack the drama of some of the under, other contests we've witnessed over this last month. Well, I had some observations. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Uh, Nick, of course, you are the coaching expert, so we will be speaking to you about that as well. Uh, lots to get to. Find us on the web at uh, find us on Twitter at Fifth Street Sports, and you can find us on the web at FifthStreetSports.com. A uh, big hello to our men and women in uniform who are listening around the world on American Forces, and of course, uh, if you're listening on an affiliate station of the SB Nation Radio Network or the Sports Byline USA Radio Networks, so we are very pleased to have you with us. We are with you each and every weekday from 1 p.m. Pacific, and then again 6 p.m. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break, step aside. When we come back, let's kick it all off right here at Fifth Street Sports as the first finalist of the 2018 World Cup is set. Vive la France! Shop Lowe's 4th of July savings all week for great deals to update your home inside and out. Refresh your walls or renew your deck with $10 to $40 off select paint, primer, and stains. And if you're looking for a major upgrade, get up to 40% off appliance special values on some of the best brands in the business. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 7-Eleven. Exclusions apply. See store for details. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPL plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. 
800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey, Dave. You in for golf this weekend? Oh, I can't. I promised I'd find a plumber to fix a sink and a painter to paint the... Just use Angie's List. Uh, doesn't that cost money? Not at all. It's free to find pros in your area who can do the work. You can even read ratings and reviews from other customers. What about roofing pros? Angie's List has pros for everything. And to save time, they'll even match you to the best pros for the job. Oh, that's awesome. Looks like I'll be able to play after all. Find the best pros for your next project at Angie'sList.com. All right, welcome back. This Street Sports, This Street Soccer, Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio Networks, Nick Gieber and uh, Nick Webster. If you're watching us on YouTube, we welcome you. Or Twitch, we're now streaming to Twitch. If you have a thought or a comment or would like to sound off about the first of the finalists being set or anything about this World Cup, give us a call in studio, 800-878-PLAY. That's 800-878-PLAY. We would love to hear from you. Uh, Nick Webster. Uh, I mentioned it wasn't really a humdinger of a match today. And it was quite funny. As I was looking up the age statistics, uh, I believe it was Rob Stone. Was it Rob Stone doing the broadcast on Fox today? John Stone. John John Stone. Stone. Pardon me, John Stone. uh, Started talking about the uh, age of the teams. Of course, he got it wrong. Uh, But um, the the general idea is correct. Uh, England and France uh, are the two... Are the if there were 32 teams in the World Cup, uh, were the 31st and the 30th team in terms of youth, respectively. Uh, Four months separated those teams from Nigeria, who were the all-over youngest team. But we're talking about two teams that are chock full of exceptionally young players. And you know, Nick, if we look at the rub of the big teams that exited, the Brazils, the Germanys, the Argentinas, uh, the Spains, um, I'm trying to think if there was a Portugal... The one thing that we talked about, would you, do you mind getting that? Tell them that we're a check in the mail, okay? We sent it last Tuesday. They didn't get it. Oh, it must be a mistake. All right. So the, uh, the point I was making was that um, all the big teams that everyone was so shocked about exiting were all up at the higher end of the age spectrum. Now, one can make a couple of thoughts. One can make a couple of assumptions about that. That you know, when you talk about age equals experience, yes, that's true. But as we pointed out yesterday on the show, Nick, this is tournament football. It's a fairly grueling schedule. Yeah, I mean, look, con- conventional wisdom 
always says that the young player, uh, players that are in 28, 29 are at the peak of their powers. You know, we mentioned the three players uh, and we're not going to mention them anymore. Obviously, Neymar uh, still no, in no, his mid-20s, no, no. but... N-M-N-R. but Messi, N-M-N-R. Yes, NMNR. You know, the other two well into their 30s. But yes, tournament football... I think tournament football is for the young man because it is so physically grueling. It is so taxing. And in this, in this particular tournament, I think we've seen with France and England that age, does, age is just a number now. Uh, players are getting so experienced so early. You know, back, back, in, back in the day, Nick, you used to be, have to be in your mid, mid to late 20s to be on a club team that had been together for years to experience getting into later rounds of championship football, i.e. the Champions League, uh, Europa League. But now, you know, players are getting blooded so young. I mean, Mbappe was a, was a superstar at 17, as was Rashford. Kane's been playing, playing the trade for Tottenham Hotspur for the last four years. He's only 24. So we're, we're, we're talking about so many young players, even Paul Pogba just 25 himself and he's been playing international football for for what seems like two decades so it, it all of a sudden the youth has taken just taken it and and taken it by the scruff of the neck and uh, they're saying we're here you old geezers go on piss off yeah that's exactly right nick and you know the schedule it's grueling it's we talked about how it mirrors in many respects uh the sort of schedule these players are seeing in europe and, and yeah, the older players are still playing that schedule, but they're not being asked to keep that energy level throughout a tournament during the summer as well as the regular season. So I think there is something to be said about that, that maybe youth, uh, what is it that uh, Ronald Reagan said? Uh, my, you'll excuse my, uh, for his youth and inexperience, my opponent, for his youth and inexperience, <laughs> if you remember during the presidential debates. Uh, but, yes. you know, maybe youth and, youth and experience is what we're seeing now, as you pointed out. These are very young players. They've already played a lot. And, um, and they need that energy. Having said that, I thought the, Mac, the one thing that the Belgium-France match was lacking today, Nick, was energy. And if I look at the three teams left in this tournament, uh, England, uh, let's say France, who are currently the favorites to win the whole thing, at, uh, were six and a half to one coming into the tournament. England would be next, and they, are, they, are, they were 18 to one to win the tournament. And of course, Croatia, who were 33 to 1 to win the tournament pre tournament. These numbers are really astounding. Croatia, the oldest team of the three, at about 28. England and France, both uh, very young, just make 26 as their average age. If I have to look at these, and I think if England can get by Croatia, they stand a very good chance. There was nothing that I saw from the French team today. That would, that would make me think that that was going to be a, a given, that they were going to beat England. However, there's a lot that I see in this Croatia team that I think can give England a lot of trouble tomorrow. And I am really having to think hard about how I think this match tomorrow is going to work itself out. Well, yes, I mean, obviously the match tomorrow, you know, you can't help but think towards it. But I, I just want to step back a second and, and talk just a little bit more about this French team because I thought defensively, Nick, they were outstanding. They were. And, 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 and let's give Belgium credit. This is a team that scored the most goals in the World Cup to date. I mean, they'd scored, I think, 13 goals in their five previous games. And France held them to one 
decent effort by Alderweireld that uh, Lloris did very well with. That was their only shot on target. They just put the clamp down on them. And this Belgian team has weapons galore. So don't take that away from France just just because of the fact they, that they didn't play an expansive game. They didn't, you know, the, the, the goals weren't flowing. You know, Thibaut Courtois had a magnificent game. I mean, he's pulled off two to three really top quality saves. And France could have won this game three, four, nothing. And then perhaps we're talking in different language and saying, well, yeah, it was a great game. It was a great performance by France. They do look the business because they didn't get the goals that we expected them to score. All of a sudden we're saying, well, maybe they're not all that. I think they're all that and more. And I think for England or Croatia to have any chance against France, those two teams are going to have to play the best game of the tournament. Well, that goes without saying, Nick, without saying that, uh, look, I always say this, it doesn't matter what sport you're talking about, uh, particularly um, sports that have a championship at the end of a league or a league champion who's decided at the end of 38 games. Uh, You know, when you play the last teams in the tournament, you're playing the two best teams that are left. Uh, those are the two best teams that are left playing. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. So, I mean, it's not going to be a pushover. It's not going to be a given. There is no such thing at this level. I doubt we'll see any more blowouts in this tournament any way we go with the, what, three matches that are left, right? Except maybe maybe the third place game because no one really gives a, a, a rat's ass about that, to be fair. Um, yeah, as I said to you, that third place game is uh, always always take the over. <laughs> you always take the over. Uh, Harry Kane still looking fairly decent, though Nick, for that uh, golden uh, uh, golden boot winner uh, at six oh, goals. It's a slam dunk. Harry Kane's won the golden boot. I cannot see anybody catching him. Yes, Griezmann uh, has uh, three, I believe, but that means he's going to he's going to score a hat trick in the World Cup final. Nobody scores a hat trick in the World Cup final, Nick, except a certain Jeff Hurst. Except for Jeff Hurst, right? Exactly. Uh, lots of, you know, it, the, the one thing that concerns, well, we're going to get to that match. We'll get to the last match, uh, tomorrow's match, uh, in a minute. Nick, as I look back at the tournament, I, I really think this has been probably not the best display of football we've seen from a World Cup. But, and we talk about this when we talk about the Premier League, but it has been the best value for money World Cup I can remember seeing in decades, Nick Webster. Yeah, no, from a spectacle point of view, I think the obviously the stadiums have been fantastic. Uh, Hat off to Russia for that. Uh, Fans have been really well behaved. The atmosphere inside the stadium is outstanding. The Russians have been a great host. And we've seen so many games filled with just incredible drama. But I'm with you, Nick. In terms of uh, fantastic games, in terms of technical ability and, and something new tactically, I don't think we've seen a great deal. But we've seen so many thrillers. And, and Nick, I'm going I'm to say this. I think that VAR has made a tremendous impact on the game because we've now seen, I believe, 70% of goals in the tournament have been scored from set pieces and headers. And that is because players... Oh, I'm going to hold my thought. I'll hold my thought. Hold we'll that a break. thought, Nick, because that was one of the two topics I wanted to get to after the break. After the break... We're going to talk about a certain CR7 and where he's ending up. And definitely, we're going to talk about the impact of VAR. Don't go anywhere. (music) 
Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. All right. Welcome back, folks. This free software is supposed to follow on USA SB Nation Radio, American Forces, YouTube, Twitter, TuneIn, uh, iHeart. You know, we're everywhere. I won't bore you with it. Uh, Nick Eber, Nick Webster with you. Nick, um, let's talk about VAR because you discussed that prior to the break. Of course, we're talking about the video assistant referee. Nick, I think it's revolutionized the game of football. I'm going to say revolutionized the top flight of football around the world because all of a sudden referees are not afraid to make calls that they may other that they might otherwise have made number 1 number 2 despite antics from certain players i thought we saw less diving in this tournament than we could have expected and number 3 i think we're seeing a lot more set piece goals as you pointed out would you agree with those with that assessment 
Yeah, no, I definitely would. I think uh, finally referees, if they, the, the great thing about VAR is that it allows referee to make a decision and to change his mind. And I think that's, that's a fantastic thing to happen because now it gives the referee more empowerment to trust his instincts and to enforce the laws of the game. And I think for the last 30 years, when we've watched corners and free kicks coming in from the flanks, it's just been a massive scrum and defenders are holding forwards down. They're holding the attacking team down. Why? Because you're allowed to get away with it. I've done that for years. I made, I made my money in the LA Municipal League by having my arms draped over centre forward so they couldn't score at corner kicks. And now, because that's not happening, we're seeing the opposing, the attacking team getting on the end of these corners. We're seeing goals galore scored with headers. I mean, heading, honestly, Nick, heading's been a dying breed in the game of football. In fact, they even outlawed it here in America for under-12s because it just doesn't happen anymore. Heading is finally being respected for what it is. And I think it's, it's, down, to, it's down to VAR. I think it's, it's been a great thing for the game. And to, to your point, I think we've seen a lot less diving in this World Cup, you know, other than the end person, you know, yeah, Neymar. Yeah, but yeah. No, no, ow, Neymar, ow, ow, ow. I told you, Nick. out loud. We're not allowed to say those names until yes. the tournament is over because they're not playing a part in it right now. They're not playing a part. But other than and you know, no, no one's really uh, take, taking the flop into uh, to a great degree. So, uh, I mean, long may it continue. And I think, you know, they'll bring VAR to the premiership and, and it's going to make a massive difference in the premiership as well. They need to bring it to all the top money, top flight leagues around the world, Nick. And I'm going to give you two reasons why, or three reasons, other than the obvious one. Goals are so hard to come by in the game of football that when they come through or when they don't come because of the wrong decision, it's bad for the integrity of the game, number one. I think that's, you know, critically of, of, of absolute critical importance. Uh, number two, some of these rules are difficult to adjudicate on the fly, and sometimes they do require a little bit of a look-see in order to make sure that the decision is right. But the integrity of the game is the most important thing I want to see VAR in the Premier League, in Serie A, in the Bundesliga, even in Major League Soccer. I know they have a variation of that that they're using. Uh, I would love to see it come in. It's very important because, again, the integrity of the game is tantamount and critical. And, Nick, the other thing, the other side effect of this is that this is the first World Cup I can remember that hasn't made a superstar out of a referee. It was the three yellow cards the one year. It was Pierluigi Colina for decades being the superstar whose you know, personality and decisions overweighed everything else. The referees are not, are not a part of the water cooler discussion anymore, Nick. And that is a godsend for everybody. Well, I think, uh, you know, I, I agree with you. You know, if, if you haven't spoken about the referee, it means he hasn't affected the game in some egregious manner. And for, the, for those out there that were moaning about, oh, VIR, it's going to spoil the game. It's going to add hours to the game. What's it done to the game? It's probably added three or four minutes at the end of a game, which is even more excitement. Nick, so I'm, I'm not sure. Has... And hold on, Nick. I'm not actually even sure it's really done that. I'd like to see some stats. But, you know, a, a lot of the times VAR has come in when the game would have been stopped anyway. And all that's happened is while the opposing team or the supposedly uh, aggrieved team is uh, 
crowding the referee and yelling and screaming their case. Someone in a booth is making the final decision. And then the other one is the play is actually going on uh, while they're reviewing, and the referee will stop play and bring it back if he's told that there was a foul. So I'm not seeing the stoppages that everyone was talking about. Yeah, they haven't existed. And and to your point, uh, let's go back to the England-Columbia game where England were awarded a penalty. It was four minutes of surrounding uh, poor Mr. Geiger. Uh, and within that time, they certainly figured out that it was, in fact, a penalty kick. So, you know, I, I agree with you 100%. And I, th- I think VAR, it, it's here to stay. It's, it's part of football now. It's part of our language. It's part of the lexicon. And the great thing about it is it means that Players have to behave themselves now. There's yeah. no more silly fouling in the box. They can't get away with it. You're going to get caught, and the punishment fits the crime. It's a penalty. Yeah. Uh, Nick, I, I, I have to be in complete agreement with you. I know it makes for lousy radio, and you and I are not fighting and frothing at the mouth. But this, is, this has been an absolutely uh, earth-shaking World Cup for so many reasons. Obviously, the disappearance of the uh, big quote-unquote teams, the uh, lack of performance from the quote-unquote big superstar players. But you're right, Nick. I think at the end of the day, the legacy of this World Cup is going to be V-A-R. I want to change our approach, though. Let's change tax for a minute. I'm going to mention a set of initials and a number. CR7. I don't want to talk about his name, Nick Webster, because we said we wouldn't. But a big money move to Juventus has come along. CR7 no longer at uh, Real Madrid. I was going to say RM, but I'll call them Real Madrid because I you know, I said I wouldn't. Uh, lots of people questioning this, Nick. I think Real Madrid made out like a bandit. What's uh, CR7? He's 34 years old. What they get, like 80, 100 million for him? Great deal for them. Yes, uh, well, he, he's 33, but he will be 34 uh, towards the end of uh, next season. If you can get 88 million pounds for somebody... Uh, of that uh, age, I mean, all credit to you. And, and Real Madrid, I mean, they, they splash the cash, but they're, they're, not, they're not afraid about asking for it as well. You know, it's an interesting one for me. Um, I think uh, Italian football is a little bit slower than Spanish football. Uh, CR7 is now a finisher. That's what he does. He hovers around the box and he, he is a world-class finisher. And I would say he's probably got two more really good seasons yeah. in him. But that is a lot of money to pay for that kind of uh, that kind of age. And well, uh, there's only a few teams in the world could they actually do it. And Juventus, one of them. Yeah, PSG, the other. But what's interesting, by the way, PSG signing Buffon. I mean, I want to talk to you about that as well. That seems a little odd. I'm hoping that I've actually sent my resume to them in the hopes that they'll sign me for a big money contract, uh, perhaps for the next iteration of the uh, French version of Major League Eating. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Nick. Great deal for Juventus. They pay big money for two years. They're guaranteed to be hyper-competitive at the top of uh, Serie A. It's going to bring a lot of publicity. They're going to get a lot more. Um, they're going to get a much higher profile Italian football for as it has progressed and, gotten, and got better as Mr. Berlusconi's influence has been eradicated from Serie A. It is actually a terrific league that, if anything, is one of the uh, hidden jewels nowadays, if you can call it that. It's unbelievable for me to say that of European football. This will bring a much more high profile to um, Italian football that was, quite frankly, badly hurt by Italy not making the World Cup. Uh, so I think it's a great move all the way around. Two years there and then off to China. Well, yeah, I mean, $123 million. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, I, I think, I think that they've overpaid. Um, 
Because look, this is a Juventus side that actually made the Champions League final just a couple yep. of years ago, losing out to Real Madrid. Um, you know, they, they've got some great young players. I'm not sure if they need to spend that kind of money on him. But, um, you know, obviously someone, someone in the Juventus family. Image rights, Nick. It's broadcast yes. rights. It's about global branding. Been not and I agree with you, Nick, out. but you, you and I started this program talking about what? Youth. Youth. Agree. The, the, the old boy, the, 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 the old guys, the, who cares about them anymore? I mean, seriously. I mean, as, as wonderful as Ronaldo has been oh, to world football oh, and European oh, you football. You said his name. You said his world name, World player of Webster. the year, multiple times, Champions League winner on a serial basis, won everywhere he's been at United and Madrid, scored more goals than you've had hot days. Euro winner. He's passed it. Yep. And, so, that's, and that's, that's a lot of money. I mean, that kind of money could fund the Juventus youth system for the next 100 years. Yeah. No, I, listen, it's one school of thought, Nick. I'm glad to hear you say what I've been saying for some time, that it's no longer about R, M, and, uh, you know, and N. It's particularly N, who's proven to be a bit of a disaster here. Uh, it's great to see new people come through and new faces. Italian football has lots of young talent. It also has fresh ownership, fresh viewpoint. I'd like to give a big shout-out, though, to my good friend Aurelio De Laurentiis, the owner of Napoli Football Club, and I do mean that, who has done incredible things both at Napoli and also at Serie A. You know, they got rid of Berlusconi. They got rid of the bad money in there. They got rid of the graft. They got rid of the, the cheating that was going on and the match-fixing. They, they have a really solid league now and a good financial foundation, and I look to good things to come from uh, Serie A, Nick. Yeah, I mean, Serie A has, has certainly uh, gone through some rocky times. I mean, I remember in the 80s where it was the league. That, yep. was, that was the league that all the top talent was going to. Uh, Juventus, AC Milan, Inter Milan, fantastic teams. AC Milan certainly had a, a good run in the 2000s, uh, winning the Champions League a couple of times. Uh, Inter Milan under, under Jose Mourinho winning the treble. And Juventus have been, domestically, they've been on fire. Um, but yeah, I think I think uh, Italian football certainly uh, went through a really tough period with the uh, with the betting scandal, and it's great to see them back. Yeah, it is. It sure is. I look forward to seeing. And it's a very exciting league by, as well, by the way. If it get lost, gets lost with the Bundesliga and the Premier League, uh, you need to give Serie A a watch if you haven't watched it. All right, uh, we're going to be right back after this. We're going to give you our picks for tomorrow's semi-final between England and Croatia. I'm really not sure. I'm going to have to think about this one in the break. Be right back after this. When posting on most job sites, you get candidates. I'm the sales director. I'm the sales director director you're looking for. But when you post on Indeed.com, you get the candidates just right for you. I'm a sales director with an MBA, over 10 years experience, who's also fluent in Japanese. With Indeed, you can add screener questions for a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. Arigato. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. 
Attention, timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare call now and see if we can help you at resort release you don't pay anything until you're ready if you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare make this complimentary free call right now 800-598-0539-800-598-0539-800-598-0539 that's 800-598-0539 Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? (sighs) Needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask Home Advisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, Home Advisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to homeadvisor.com or download the free app. Home Advisor. All right, welcome back to the show. Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline USA Radio Network, the SB Nation Radio Networks, American Forces Network. And we're also coming to you on iHeart, TuneIn, and, of course, live video feed on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Fifth Street Sports. You can find us on the web at uh, FifthStreetSports.com. Nick Eber and Nick Webster with me. Uh, we're going to get to it tomorrow's. The one side of the final is set with France beating Belgium and making it through in what was anything but a humdinger of a match. Uh, Perhaps Nick Webster enjoyed it more than I did. But tomorrow we have Croatia-England who are going to square off in the other semi-final for a chance to meet France in Moscow uh, for the uh, most coveted uh, trophy in world football, the World Cup. Uh, Nick? All the talk in England about we can do it, football's coming home, what a wonderful draw we got. We, Gareth Southgate's so smart, we landed on the right side versus the left. But at the end of the day, they have to beat a very, very cruft, tough Croatia team tomorrow. Yeah, Croatia are an outstanding outfit and uh, you know, unbeaten, in, unbeaten in the tournament. Cruised through the uh, group stages really quite comfortably and it, and it was a tough group at that. 
Uh, and in, but in their last two games, they've been pushed to the absolute maximum, Nick. You know, yeah. Denmark weren't meant to do anything good and pushed them all the way to extra time and penalties. And then Russia, who, uh, let's be honest, are a very limited team, have moved through this tournament really thanks to the fervent support of being the home nation. And they took Croatia all the way to the edge. And, you know, if it wasn't for a certain Mr. Rakitic and uh, his rather large pair of testicles when it mattered, you know, yeah. he's, he's, he's scored the winning goal both times. Um, but yes, they're, no, look, they're, they're a great team. And I think from top, top to bottom, very strong. They do have the superstars in Rakitic and Modric, you know, and we've, we've spoken about them constantly throughout the tournament. I mean, these are the engine rooms of Madrid and Barcelona. I mean, two very useful club teams. But yeah. do they have do, do they do they have what it takes up front? I mean, Mandukic is you know he's he's a workman like centre forward, but you know really hasn't scored a lot of goals in this tournament. Uh, defensively, they're decent, but the you know the keeper um, looks like he may have some uh, thigh issues. So, well, actually, you know, both uh, both uh, this is interesting, Nick. Uh, I'm just reading the uh, injury report off the Croatian team as we speak. So uh, uh, Vedran Koluka is actually going to be playing instead of uh, Saljiko. Excuse me if I messed his name up. Um, uh, right back. That's questionable because, of course, uh, the outside backs are going to be terrorized by uh, England's uh, speedy wing backs. Um, uh, Brozovic is expected to replace uh, Kramaric in the lineup. Uh, interesting. I don't quite sure why. Uh, Kovacic may have to settle. Is probably going to be on the bench again. And even though they looked extremely tired against uh, um, against Russia in their quarterfinals, uh, Subasic and Mandzukic are going to play, but they're also carrying injuries. Um, I'm wondering, Nick, if all these extra time matches and the grinding, grueling path to the semis uh, for Croatia has maybe taken too high of a physical toll on them. Well, it can take a physical toll, and uh, but also what it can do is you know bring the unit closer together because they've. They've seen adversity. And, and to be fair to Croatia, you know, they, they fell behind to Denmark. Uh, they came back. Um, Russia scored that very late equaliser in, in extra time. And they still had the fortitude to come back in penalties and, and take care of the business there. But, yes, I mean, we, we've spoken about the, the physical nature of World Cup play and the fact that it's, it's now like, you know, it's, it's like the Christmas period in the Premier League. The games are coming thick and fast. But as well as the physical toll, I think there's, there's the, the mental toll that you really have to look at. And the, the drama that has been surrounding the Croatian team in their last two games has been intense. And now there's some political drama as well. Vida, the uh, centre-back yeah. who scored the goal against uh, Russia, is supposedly found himself in a little bit of hot water. And I'm sure the British press are making more of it than there really is. But these are not the kind of distractions you want when you head into a World Cup semi-final. Is your starting centre-back yeah. going to be allowed to play? Or is he going to be sent home because some random at FIFA has decided that he doesn't like the fact that he's gone viva Ukraine at the end of a game? I mean, you know, it Nick, makes no sense to me. I'm going to, I'm going to agree with something that you said, but I'm actually going to disagree with it in, 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 this, uh, in this situation. I agree that scrabbling and fighting your way through two really, really hard-fought victories um, will bring a team together. Unless those were teams that you were expected to easily crush, in which case I would suggest is possibly the opposite. 
Look to England. England were really, people weren't convinced England were going to beat Colombia. Colombia were a very good side. Uh, people thought that was really going to be, uh, you know, potentially uh, England's to lose, which they very nearly did. But coming through, coming through the penalties, exercising the demons of England's penalty kicks, getting through Colombia um, brought the team together. But I have to wonder, not beating Denmark when, I mean, it's like, a, you know, the, 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 it's like, should be like the, the boys, uh, the senior team plays against the under 11s, but it wasn't. Russia should have been the senior team against the under 16s, but it wasn't. And I'm wondering, rather than bringing the team together, is it causing them to question just how good they are? Well, I, th I think you bring out some outstanding points. Um, look, at, at this World Cup, you can only play what's put in front of you. Um, and it, it, I, I actually thought the group stage matches for Croatia were probably harder yeah. than the knockout stage matches. Uh, on, on paper, they certainly looked harder. Um, Iceland, and, Nigeria, Argentina, by yeah. the way. I mean, Iceland, tough. Nigeria, Argentina. Yeah. I mean, I, the three, three teams that I, I believed had a, uh, a, a more than good shot of actually making the knockout rounds. Uh, so, yeah, I, I thought it was a really tough group. And uh, I think we, we, we saw what Argentina were at the end of the day. You know, they were kind of old and knackered and really didn't have a clue. Off to the glue uh, Iceland, factory. Yeah. Iceland were exactly as advertised. And, and Nigeria... Uh, you know, made, made life difficult. Um, you know, if, if, we, if we compare Denmark to Sweden, which, of course, uh, is very lazy journalism, but I will, you know, both Scandinavian countries, both with their fair share of uh, players that play their trade in England and both play a, a similar kind of style. Well, England made playing Sweden look very, very easy. Yes, they gave up a couple of chances, but in terms of uh, the, the, the pattern of the game, England never actually looked in trouble. And the fact that they, they gave Sweden a couple of good opportunities uh, and picked and bailed them out was rather a surprise than a here-we-go-again kind of uh, yeah. uh, scenario. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to get too carried away. But when we, when we look at how the teams have progressed, I would say that England look on the upswing and Croatia may be, may be going a bit on the downswing. But that's not to say, that's not to discount the fantastic players that they have. Oh, I agree entirely. And uh, Croatia are uh, fully capable of winning this match. Uh, as for England, the team news is uh, not that exciting, to be fair. Uh, most of the players that supposedly had knocks are over them. Um, Jamie, Val J Jamie Vardy's had a little trouble in, in training. Uh, Kyle Walker, Deli Alley and Ashley Young are all fine after having a little worries about them. Jordan Henderson had a little hammy uh, in training. He'll be fine. Uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, uh, Fabian Delph, and Eric Dyer are on standby anyway. And Raheem Sterling, he's fine. He's going to be expected to start up front again with Harry Kane and Nick. I love Raheem Sterling. He has not scored a goal. I know it. But his pace, his speed, his danger, the fact that he can get behind defenders opens up defenses nick webster why cannot people see this uh because unfortunately we live in america and america's all about goals scored and assists and shots um and there's there's the beauty of the beauty of football and and this 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 is what i'd like to say to some of our, our listeners and viewers the beauty of football is that you really have to be at a stadium to appreciate how much running off the ball occurs we we watch we watch 
on a small screen, and that camera honestly cannot capture everything that is going on. According to uh, you know the people who know the game very well and are at the stadiums, Sterling is making all kinds of runs that are yeah. putting defenders through chaos. They don't know whether to go with him, to hold their ground, and he's he's pulling people out of position. And I th- I think his uh, his play overall. Is, is underrated. His finishing has been uh, has been very very poor. Let's be honest. He had he has yep. had some good chances, but then again, I would say the same thing about Jesse Lingard, who people are raving about because he scored that banger against Panama. Lingard has probably actually had more golden opportunities than Sterling. Listen, I'm not worried if Sterling doesn't score in the next hundred years for England. If we get to the final, Sterling can stay in the team. And and you know you you brought up a great point about. Uh, the Croatian injuries, we're we're injury free, Nick. There's 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 nothing. It's 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 getting it's getting too scary, Nick, because it seems like we're just serenely moving yeah. through the game. Because we have we have recruited the elixir of youth, Nick Webster. The elixir of youth. Let's get to it. We've just got a few minutes left. Um, yes. Here we are. Um, so uh, that was today's match. I'm not going to give you the odds for that because you can't bet on it because it's over. Sorry, people. I'll, I'll I know on, you I'll, wanted I'll, I'll to. Want the, I want the one nil on France. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, England money line plus 137. They are the favourites. Croatia are plus 265. Uh, the total wow. goals are two. The over is minus 111. The under is uh, minus 104. I wouldn't bet either of those. Um, the draw is plus 210. England to advance um, are minus 155. Croatia plus 140. Nick, how do you like this one? You know, I mean, the bookies, the bookies aren't wrong often. And uh, they've got England as, you know, in a, in, a, in, a, in a World Cup semifinal, they're quite prohibitive favorites. Yep. By that, by that money line. I, you know, I, I, I'm English. I'm going to have to be honest, Nick. I really like England. I really like England to win the game and to meet France in the final. And I, 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 I want to say, I want to say that it's going to be comfortable, but I think it will be comfortable, Nick. Old England used to put us through the ringer. I think New England doesn't put us through the ringer. I think New England goes out there <laughs> and is professional and and puts the game away. And I think they'll, I think they'll win it. I think they'll win it either 2 0 or 2 1. All right, Nick's going for the over. Uh, I am going to, God, I'm going to just do the terrible thing, Nick Webster. You're going to hate me. I'm going to decline to give a pick for this match because, in my experience, my karma is very bad on teams that I like. When I pick them to win, they don't. So I'm not going to pick either way. Listen to Nick Webster. Nick Webster, I think, might well have this one right. But as for me, no recommendations for me. Sorry, guys. Remember I said you have to bet with your head and not with your heart. This one's just a little bit too hard for me to overcome that one. So I'm going to pass on betting this match, period. But Nick Webster will, and I think he's made a very sound decision there. Nick, I hate to leave you out on a limb, but I don't want to jinx him. And I know it's crazy, but that's what happens. Uh, uh, you know, all I can say is Jordan Henderson, I hope he doesn't go to two disappointing finals. So there you have it. Uh, all right, folks, I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on FifthStreetSports.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at FifthStreetSports. Um, you can find us every Monday through Friday right here on the Sports Byline USA and SB Nation Radio Networks at 1 p.m. Pacific and then again 6 p.m. Eastern time. Once again, Nick Webster is picking England 
at uh, plus 137, and he's taken the over at minus 111. England to advance overall, minus 155. Probably not great value there, but in 90 minutes, England plus 137. All right, that's where we have it up until now. Uh, we are going to uh, uh, we're going to take a break, actually, and we'll be right back to wrap it up on History Sports. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 if you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network, call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card. Just for calling in, agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. Yeah, just realized uh, in this match tomorrow, Korluka is going to be facing Sterling. Uh, that'll be an interesting matchup, given that Korluka is really coming off the bench, really yet to make an impact or really play at all in this uh, World Cup. So uh, I think he has played, but a small amount. So that should be interesting. Well, there you have it, folks. Big match tomorrow. 
uh, England, Croatia, the other semi-final. Um, the other one, the uh, uh, France, uh, Belgium is over. France make it through. Nick, I was just very quickly, quick comment. I just realized Corluca's going to have to face Sterling. And Corluca's cold and not that great, to be fair. Yeah, he's, he's not the quickest uh, centre-back in the world. I mean, you know, people have been ra- ragging on Sterling. I fancy him. To, listen, I fancy him to come up big. He's, he's, he's going to give our boy Harry Kane a couple of assists. And I've got a quick World Cup song for you before we go. Okay, Gareth say is magic. He wears a magic hat. And when he went to Russia, he said, I'll have that. He's got Young on the left, Trippier on the right. And when Kane scores the World Cup winner, we'll sing this song all night. <laughs> Lovely, Nick. We'll have you on, but we've got to get to the final first. All right. All Thanks right, a we lot, will. Nick we Webster. Uh, FistreetSports.com is where you can find us. Uh, Twitter is also where you can find us at FistreetSports. Obviously, you can find us here on these networks Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific. That's uh, 4 p.m. Eastern. And then again, 6 p.m. Pacific. That's 9 p.m. Eastern time. And then again, folks, Saturday... We will be with you every Saturday, 2 p.m. Pacific. That's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Two hours of all sports. Of course, we will be following the World Cup final very closely on Saturday. We'll be giving you our predictions. We'll be having a long discussion about it this weekend. Uh, It will be a big part of this weekend's show. But you will get the footy from us Monday through Friday right here. So we hope you uh, you will make us a regular part of your week. We would love to spend it with you right here on the Sports Byline USA and SB Nation Radio Networks. Thank you so much, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Just want to let you know how much we appreciate you listening to us and your feedback throughout the show. It is very important to us. I'd like to thank my co-hosts, Nick Webster, uh, Andrew Gieber, uh, Scott Cuddy, all the folks at Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. It's uh, great to be with you guys, and I will speak to everyone tomorrow after the England game. Till then... Come on, England!